this episode I is know. like I one know. of my favorites. I and I also have it on good authority that yeah. our best friend Bill Hader <gasps> also loves this episode. Really? I think he talked about it when he when he was surprised by Keith Morrison or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's like, oh, that's the one with the woman in the car. So I think he's a fan of this one too. Hey, I'm going to surprise you with something right now. What? Instead of our regular song, you know what I'm going to sing? What? Queen of the County. <laughs> Queen, Queen of, of the County. county. <laughs> Everyone at home, are you doing your shoulder moves? Excellent. That's a real shimmy. Oh, hi, Jillian Pensavalli. Hi, Patrick Hines. Oh, my goodness. It's so nice to see you. It's nice to see you. How are things? Things are good. I would like to tell the people that if they would like more of you and me, they can join us on the Patreon. I got to tell them some stuff coming up. Okay, sure. Starting in January, we're going to start doing like drag bingo sometimes. Yeah. Um, I'm going to do a cocktail class because I used to be a bartender. Yes. So anybody at the the five or above is going to have like access to all. We're going to do like like really fun extra added bonus things like that. I thought you were going to say extracurricular activities, which kind of is also accurate. Um, But also that's where you can find over 450 full ad-free 450 full ad-free bonus episodes. Liar. You know what I, I mean? I don't believe you. It's crazy. Is that right? Ad-free versions of these episodes, you know. Okay. Can I say one more thing? Yeah. Fam, I wrote a book if you're thinking what? about I know. If you're looking for a Christmas present for somebody, it's called Failure is Not Not an Option. Sure. It's my 12 like funniest stories of like ridiculous mess-ups I've made in my life and the lessons I learned, right? Yeah. And you can get it anywhere. I also did the audiobook and people seem to like it. So oh, that's nice. So if you want to get, you know, something for Christmas, Tis the season, everyone. What are we talking about today, girl? All right, so this is our bonus episode yeah. that we do, our bonus episode episode. Yeah. Right? Uh, it's the ninth one of it, but it's called The Sting. So it's the Dateline episode, season 25, episode 13. It's a very, very famous episode. And this is like their most updated version of the story. Oh so, you know, God. Dateline does like yeah. five stories on each it's thing. It's yeah. wild. Is she the villain? Is she the victim? Who knows? That is what makes her riveting. Tonight, a new twist in the case no one could quite believe. Is your husband Michael? Okay, I'm sorry to tell you, man. He's been killed. <laughs> the story that's more far-fetched than fiction. Her screaming and wailing. It was unreal. Did this young wife hatch a devious murder plot? Or was it all for show? We had a police department that broke all the rules. Now, a whole new ending to this true crime cliffhanger. Oh my God. The evidence that supports me is is conveniently missing. So we're in Palm Beach, Florida, the winter wonderland of the wealthy. Well, Dennis Murphy is our host. Dennis Murphy is obsessed with Palm Beach, Florida. Can I just say, all of these different, like Andrea Canning, Joshy Manks, Keith Morrison, they are all very different. They They all have their own personalities. Yes. Yes. Um, So we have Dennis Murphy, our host. Dahlia DiPolito is our villain, question mark? Dahlia DiPolito. We're not sure just yet. You can't make these names up. Dennis Murphy is using everything. Every big SAT word in this, you know, and but we're we're in uh, Palm Beach, Florida, where conspicuous consumption and the envy index are as high as the humidity. <laughs> Dennis, they keep talking about this. Bri- we like we actually took a vacation to Palm Beach. Steve and I did last year, and it was a nightmare because didn't the ceiling cave in? No, 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 that was somewhere. Wait, where did that happen? It that, was raining the entire. You had like two days of sunshine, yep. but you went for like a weekend, and it yes, rained the entire it time. Rained the entire and I was like, time. Tell me what's wrong with that. We where, what's the problem? It's Palm Beach seems like a really nice place. Well, because we get Jan Tuckwood, a journalist, <laughs> who also is talking about how amazing Palm Beach is. I know, and I'm she sure loves it's it. lovely. But yeah. they're talking about how like most people on the mainland I know. quote are so I influenced know. by the richness. And I'm like, I, I don't everyone wants to be as rich as everyone in Palm Beach yes. if Dennis Murphy and Jan <laughs> Tuckwood are to be believed. Yeah. What are these names I cannot handle? And they're really selling it. They really are. I mean, honestly, like it, it looks like a Really nice place Bravo, to live. give them a selling Palm Beach show I if it doesn't know. exist already. These two yes, are, yes. love Palm Beach. They really do. So these are the newlyweds. Over the bridge, past the interstate, newlyweds Dahlia and Mike DiPolito lived in a quarter million dollar condo in high and dry Boynton Beach. Not exactly the same zip code as Palm Beach, but perfectly fine for two up and comers. 
It'll do. Perfectly fine for two up-and-comers. Well, they were young. They were in love. They were yes. both ambitious. They were rich and wanted to be richer. I mean, Dahlia had a $20,000 engagement ring. She's doing okay. And he's got a Porsche in the garage. Like, that's a lot. Like, those are, like, why? I-, I-, I don't know. You know what I mean? I feel like a Porsche isn't a car you get when you want to get around. <laughs> right? A Porsche like- is to be able to say, like, check out the Porsche check- in the garage. <laughs> or you drive, like, down the main street yeah. in Palm Beach to drive to, like, the birdcage right, right, to right, drive right. to yeah, the fancy the, restaurant. Of course, like, the fancy Gay and bar. just to like CNBC yeah, yeah, yeah. and get mad at the valet when they fuck it up. It's so weird those like crazy like because a Porsche is meant to go fast, but aren't we all on, this, on the same highways? Do you know about Porsche? I don't know. It's not, I, I I no. To be fair, I don't know a lot about cars, but I, well, like, isn't that why you buy cars? Like fancy expensive yeah. cars, like you only get them because they go fast. But then we're all on the or same. Or they like drive nice. Ooh, this drives real nice. Totally. That seems like a thing. I got a say. Jetta and it drives just fine. Does it? Okay, you know great. Does it get you from A to B? From A to yes, B. Yes, perfect. Totally. Do you have a body? Great. You have a beach body. That's exactly. kind of how I feel. Does it's the perfect. car get you where you need to go? Amazing. Uh, well, we learned that their their story was love at first sight. Well, that's the G-rated way yeah, that right. Dennis wants. So it's like, Dennis, we're all adults here. This is Dateline. We're going to get the adult version down the road. Well, Mike is an internet entrepreneur and Dahlia is a businesswoman. But I'm like, right, but what do they do? Right. Like, what, what do they do? Because we're going to learn later that Mike is on probation, but we don't really know what for. And we eventually <laughs> learn that Dahlia is in real estate. Yes. They tell us that down the line, but I'll tell you. But they no. say that three months after their first meeting, marriage was inevitable. There was a teensy problem in their paradise. Mike DiPolito was married. Lawyers Jason Brody and Josh Friedman arranged a quickie divorce so the ballad of Mike and Dahlia could begin. Mike was already married? Yeah, and we like we meet these attorneys, and they say these attorneys Jason are and Josh. They were Jason arranged. and Josh. Bros, Jason and Josh, attorneys at law. You know that they sleep, they like live in a rented condo where they sleep on air mattresses. It's a Mojo Dojo Casa house. <laughs> what uh, is that? The Barbie movie? Oh, sorry. Oh, God. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's fine. What do you think they say when the, the cars show up to take their <laughs> They places? say, Gabs, yep. <laughs> Uh, Jason Brody and Josh Friedman, I'm sure they're lovely. But well, Jace, Jason and Josh, like the dynamic duo. Totally. It's fun to say. 100%. Sometimes they fall asleep holding each other. They wake That's up and it's, okay. it's a little awkward. We're all friends here. But they say they arrange a quickie divorce so Mike and Dahlia could move ahead. Like, he just no, dropped... So the ballad of Mike and Dahlia can begin. Oh, God. Okay? The ballad of Mike and Dahlia. It is... It is uh, It is an opera. It is like a, a, a Greek tragedy. It really is. Well, they say Mike and Dahlia quickly marry. They soon fall into comfortable routines, which include like morning workouts at the gym. These are the quintessential 6 a.m. gym couple. Yeah. They you know were what I mean? super hot for each other. Yeah. Gym dates, dinner dates, staycations at fancy hotels, love, love notes. notes on the fridge. Just the works. Also, what did his ex-wife have? I mean, But the- that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I'm thinking about the ex-wife in this moment. I feel sad for her. Yeah. I Obviously, we know nothing about what their relationship was like, totally. but it seems like this was a very whirlwind romance. Well, you know romance. what? Mike gets his. He's, so. I mean, well, okay. <laughs> the ex-wife, I could just see her watching this episode being like, like oh shit. Come on. I got out just in time. Come on. You know what I mean? Three months into this whirlwind marriage, yeah. Dahlia gets pregnant. But like, everything's amazing, right? And, like, they They're, love it. They're so excited. They can't wait to have a family. Until August 2009. Yeah. Dahlia is at her 6 a.m. workout. Yep. The cops call her, uh, Sergeant Frank Ramsey. I'm concerned. I'm. I am just curious how a Florida cop is also from Brooklyn. I guess he's, right. he is from Brooklyn and then moved to Florida. Problem he's a solved. transplant. I solved yeah. it. I solved it. <laughs> uh, but Frank Ramsey calls her and he tells her it's very urgent. Involves yeah. your husband. There's been an accident. You got to get home. Put down the weights. We need you in Palm Beach. I'm also like, is this how cops really inform people of tragedy? Well, so then she, so we, she gets back to her house because she's been told that there's like a tragedy involving her husband. And the cop, not only do the cops meet her there, but so does the crew for the television show Cops. They just happen to be there filming. I don't like, I really don't know about this. At first, I was like, okay. Hang on a second. Because there's cameras everywhere, and they tell her on camera. Listen, we had a report of a disturbance at your house. The officer was direct with Dahlia. He said there'd been an intruder in the house, and several shots were fired. Is your husband Michael? Okay, I'm sorry to tell you, man. He's been killed. He's, he's been killed, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> 
I can't look at him now. Dahlia, like a switch went off. Yes. Instantly hysterical. Yeah. Hyperventilating, screaming, sobbing. They like she can't even. She is completely but then, hysterical. It doesn't make any like right away. They are they got to take her downtown and get her statement. They got to know what she knows. They got to know who his enemies are. Like like this woman just learned that her husband was brutally murdered. Right. They don't even let her call her family. Right. They got her in the cruiser and she's it's, yeah exactly. They just take it, take the thing out, and put it on the top. Fam, if you hear me being a little bit flippant, it's because things are going to happen here. Dahlia sucks. Dahlia so, sucks. <laughs> sorry. Um, so they get her down to the station. They're asking her these questions. Yeah. And in my notes, I just go, oh boy, here we go. Oh boy. <laughs> so here's what she says about Mike. Mike was trying to get off probation. Yeah. He's been nothing but problems the whole time. Here's what we learned about Mike. Mike is a convicted felon. Yeah. He's a swindler. Swindled thousands, like like hundreds of thousands of dollars. From, quote, gullible, gullible investors. investors. He sold fake currency securities, which sounds like a big fucking deal. You know what, though? You know what that actually sounds like? It sounds like he's scamming old ladies. Honestly, like, oh, it, no. I, I'm, that's just occurring to me because those are the like kinds Jen of- Like Jen Shaw? Or like my mother. Oh, oh my God. Did you just call Jen Shaw an old lady? No, wasn't Jen Shaw doing those like oh, yeah. scams? For those just a second, scams? I was about to get under the desk. I did not know what was going to happen. What is she going to do from, to me from prison? <laughs> is she Hi, pres- Jen. <laughs> is Jen Shaw in prison right now? Yes. The quickest way to jail is through the housewives set. Like, you know what I mean? And being a dick. Right. <laughs> she was yeah. scamming I know. vulnerable people. I anyway. know. But like selling phony currency securities, it's the kind of thing oh, that yeah. me and old ladies fall for. Oh, yeah. You could sell one to me right now, I would buy it. I don't know how to. Okay. I don't know exactly what it is. <laughs> That's the whole point. You yeah. just make it up. That's true. You know what I mean? The point is, Mike had a lot of enemies, yes. is what she's trying to say. When he was released from prison after seven months, he was still looking at more than 25 years of probation. He'd been ordered to make restitution to the victims he'd fleeced, an outstanding IOU of $191,000. People weren't happy that he was getting off probation because it's a lot of money he's got to pay back. Find out who he owed, suggested Dahlia, and you'll find the killer. So after Dahlia tells the cops all this, they ask, you know, any problems in the marriage? She's like, money problems? Nope. Emotional nope. troubles? Nope. Absolutely Did not. Did all of our families get along? Absolutely. Everything is Effing puppies like bunnies. and rainbows. However, yeah. she also just said it's been a problem since the beginning. And he's right. a guy with a lot of enemies and he owes $200,000. And all I'm thinking is like, Dahlia, did you want to call a friend? Like your like, husband just got murdered. Like, right. You're being interrogated. She literally says, find out who he owes and you'll find the killer. She's also Dahlia. not hysterical anymore. Exactly. This was a big shock to her 20 minutes ago outside. And now it's like, oh, I've been waiting for this day to come. Right. So let's. But then they say, but the cops are toying with her because they think they know so much more about the newlyweds. Did they ever? So now it's let's. Rewind, yeah. wind, wind, wind. A few days earlier, a guy walks into a police station and says, my married girlfriend's shopping for a hitman. It's what well, it's not a joke, everyone. It's, no, but that's literally, really true. A guy walks into a police station and says, my married girlfriend is shopping for a hitman. I feel like this is something maybe the police would like to know about. We meet Detective Alex Moreno and he goes, we didn't know what to think. What? I mean, this is insane. This is insane. So this guy's named Muhammad. He's yeah. a part-time actor, part-time convenience store worker. And by actor, they literally tell us later, he's like a background actor. Like that's what he does. Do you know you can make one hell of a career doing background? I was just helping somebody with this, and I feel like I learned that it was like $188 a day, just the baseline. If you're there late, it's like double pay. For like a SAG day rate? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, Fran Drescher. Right? So here's what Muhammad says, right? He and Dahlia have been hooking up for years. They're friends with benefits. They'd met for the occasional casual sex. Then she asked him for help in finding a hitman to kill her husband. He says, you know what? Yeah, I'm sleeping with this guy's wife but at the same time I didn't want this guy to be killed and that was his concern he couldn't sleep with that whole idea that this guy was going to get killed does he know her last name? No. Nope. No. Does he know where she lives? Absolutely not. Does she know the name of his husband? No. But he's here to save his life. Right. <laughs> so Dahlia, they've been hooking up for yeah. a while and eventually she's like, hey Muhammad, yep. can you help me find a hitman? I really want to kill my I husband. I gotta kill my husband. So the boyfriend's like, uh, yes. Shoot. And then just right. runs to the cops. Now I gotta say, we learned that like she also has other boyfriends she's trying to do this with later. Right. Like they God, Muhammad is the one that she asked. Mike owes Muhammad his life. But it wasn't that easy of a decision because as Muhammad tells the cops, I hate to give up the sex. 
But I also don't want someone to die. Look, like, he really, you know what? the Jeopardy music, he, he really thought about it. He's just being honest. He made the right choice. Let's give him some credit. Absolutely. But you know? for a minute, he was like, oh, I don't know. You know what? I don't want to give up the sex. I, I know. But then someone will die. So I don't really. Look, Muhammad, even if he thought about it for a couple of minutes, he made the right he call. He made the right choice. Muhammad, you did a good job. But the cops are like, Girl, what? I, like, I, I, and Muhammad's like, after all of the turmoil I've gone through deciding I if I should do this, you don't believe me? Because Muhammad, again, doesn't know her last name or where she lived or who her husband was exactly, yeah. just that she wanted him dead, but they've been fucking for a couple years. For years, and she he never got her last name. Well, the cops are like, this is wild. We don't know what's going on. Muhammad, we're going to we're gonna enlist you as a confidential. Yeah, of prove it. Dude, and Muhammad prove is it. totally up for it. If I'm Muhammad, I'm like, you don't have to fucking believe me. I could go back to the sex if that's what you want, like, but this guy's uh, going to. Believe me, it's all I want to do. (laughs) So the detectives took it to the next level. They enlisted Mohammed as a confidential informant and gave him a story to tell his part-time lover that he'd found her hitman who could pull off the job. Mohammed the tipster set up an assignation with the woman for the very next day. The car that he drove to the gas station meeting point had been rigged by police technicians for pictures and sound. So Muhammad now has to act like, hey, like, hey, Dahlia, like, my my queen, like, I found you the hitman, right? So he has to, like, set up this meeting to be like, I got the hitman, like, say incriminating things now. But they wire the car with cameras and audio. And, like, I don't understand how Dahlia can't see them because it looks like they must be fucking, it feels feels like there's a film crew in the back. And the camera is coming from behind, but it's almost as if someone is in her face. Like, it's really amazing job with the AV department on this one. It's no question why this is... A fan favorite dateline. This it's, is wild. It's wild. So yeah. they're filming and watching in real time, right? Right. So now, just like just for a little bit of a note, like this all happened a few days ago, like just a few days before the cops tell her that her husband has been killed, and yes. also the show Cops is there. Weirdly enough, no, we'll get back to that. The show Cops just happens to be on scene for the craziest moment in like yeah. cop history. We'll see. They say that it really was. Just I a know, thing. but like I don't know. There's yeah. we'll get there. So they're in the car two minutes and Dahlia's bringing up the hitman. And now Dennis Murphy goes, unprompted. It's not like he's doing dental work to get the story out of her. And I'm like, do you mean pulling teeth? And it reminded me of, because we're in in South Florida, of the birdcage where he's like, I'm sweating like some sort of farm animal. Like, Dennis, just say he didn't have to like pull teeth. He didn't have to do any dental work on Dahlia to get her to admit to the hitman. Dennis, what are you paid by the word? I know that you, in your mind, the birdcage is on a constant loop. Do you know what's been on my, on a constant loop? in my mind since we started what? Miami Miami, Miami. You, you got style, style. blue queens white guys right down by the mouth Miami um, is nice that's Rose so and I'll say it thrice, thrice. Miami thrice. is <laughs> I love Blanche girls on cue girls girls <laughs> Um, oh my god Dahlia is so mean to Muhammad yeah she's like I'm about, I'm about 1200 he's asking for 1200 yeah when are you going to give him the money? Today. I brought the $1,200. When are you going to give him the money and shit? Like, I know. she is so, she is so annoyed that her husband's not dead yet. I, I, and she's I so annoyed know. that Muhammad's dragging his fucking feet and it hasn't happened. Like, And this is the guy that she's been, like, having a sexual relationship for a year. Like, Muhammad's like, whoa. Right. And so Muhammad, I guess, like, the cops helped him with the script, but it's $1,200. Yes. And she has the money. She's, like, leaning over to get it yep. from her bag. And Muhammad's, like, just asking her over and over again like is it worth it to you like are you sure you want to do this and Dahlia who is so mean I know is like you don't fucking get it it's not even about the fucking money like we'll go through that money in an, in an afternoon meaning yeah. she just wants him dead and well because we'll learn later she tricked him into giving her his house yes so she definitely wants the house we'll right. get there so but she's all business she's really mean yeah. and she just cannot wait for this transaction to be done so Muhammad's got to set up a second meeting with Dahlia. This time it's with the hitman, who, of course, is an undercover cop. Because she hands over, like, photos. So, like, right yeah. now it's just her and Muhammad. She's giving Muhammad photos to give to the hitman, all the details he needs, cash to buy the gun. So, like, she, and she keeps asking, is this solid? Is this real? Are yeah. we going to do it? And so after this meeting, they're like, all right, Muhammad, like, step one is done. But now you have to, like, meet with the, hit, the quote, hitman, who's actually an undercover cop. So they meet, like, the next day. It's the same situation. It's, like, a, it's a car in a parking like in a CVS parking lot wired for audio and video wired we're seeing the whole thing she gets in and sits down and like the guy the first thing he says to her is like oh you look good so the quote hitman who's yeah. an undercover cop yeah. is being super sleazy yes. and she's like thank you <laughs> <I know. laughs> 
Dahlia. Dahlia. Thank you. Thank you. Oh my God, really? Just anyway, are you going to kill him? I know. Like, I, literally. I know, I know. So she tells the hitman, she's like, stop hitting on me. Like, please. Like, maybe we can fuck later, but like, kill my husband yeah. first. Please. God, I'm so annoyed that he's alive, <laughs> says Dahlia. Right. I, watch. I, mean, I know. Right? I know. She is so mad. She is like, she wants it done yesterday. Perturbed is yeah. an understatement. So she tells the hitman where they live, all the details he needs, again, to kill her husband, their address, his schedule, where he goes. And he keeps saying, like, are you sure you want this? And she's like, yes, already, I'm positive, like 5,000% sure. The pretend hitman told her he'd use a gun. Give him a tap-tap. He gets two in the head. That's it, you know. Our undercover agent tells her, hey, I'm going to put two in, her, in his head, meaning two shots to the head, and doesn't even face her. No remorse. Because they want her to just dig this hole deeper, they just keep telling her more and more details for her to agree to on video and audio. Yeah. So the hitman's like, so I'm going to shoot him twice in the head. Is that cool? And she's like, absolutely. I mean, it, three times. It doesn't Five phase times? her. Like she doesn't, she does, she has no feelings for this person whatsoever. No. Or like for any person. No, for, exactly. Like, can you imagine your mic, you're watching that and you, she like this woman just agreeing to your murder. Like, it, yeah, it is the, the coldness and the right. darkness. He thinks that they're having a family. Like, he thinks that they're having a baby together. Right, she's pregnant, remember? Yeah, right. So the plan is, Dahlia goes to the gym nice and early. The hitman's like, you gotta be up by six. I'm, yeah. I'm an early riser. Like, please. I, I want to be done by, like, I gotta like, early in the day. I want the Grand Slam breakfast yes, down the street, please. Totally. Okay? So she's like, okay, cool. So the plan is, she's gonna be at the gym by six. When she comes home, he'll be dead. Yeah. This is, like, Christmas morning times a million for Dahlia. She's never been so happy to be at the gym by 6 a.m. I know. She can't wait. I she know. can't wait. So now we're back at the beginning. Paolo, the teacher of the 6 a.m. Zumba class, yeah. was like, girl, like, you really... You you're... can't wait. It's like 5.30. She's <laughs> like, come on. Uh, South Beach Paolo. Stupid birds chirping. Like, oh, <laughs> hurry up. Travel. Girl talk space is back. I'm being very serious, fam. I'm taking a break from the comedy to okay. say, tis the time of year when people can be a little bit down and therapy is amazing and can help you. I Lord knows it has helped me. Yeah, even if you're a little anxious about the anxiety of the, you know what I mean? Like totally. it's always good to maybe get ahead of it if you yep. feel like maybe this is a tricky time of year for you. Yes, and the thing about talk space, you can sign up online and get a personalized match with a provider who is right for you, typically within 48 hours. I always say it took me three weeks I to know. find my therapist. They never have available. Mm -hmm. That is not an issue with Talkspace. And speaking of the holiday season, not only can it be stressful, it's also really busy. Yes. So now you can have super convenient virtual sessions. You can text, you can send voice memos, you can send video calls. It's so much easier. It's not your whole afternoon anymore. Who has the time? Totally. Uh, uh, Talkspace can help you with any specific challenges you might be facing. It's the number one online therapy platform with licensed therapists in over 150 specialties, including anxiety, depression, substance abuse, relationship issues, and much more. Yeah, and money can be tight, especially especially this time of year. But yeah. Talkspace therapy is affordable. It's in-network with most major insurance plans, so you'll only have to pay a copay. Fam, we love you so much. As a listener of TCO, you'll get 80 bucks off your first month with Talkspace when you go to Talkspace.com slash TCO. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash TCO to get 80 bucks off your first month and show your support for the show. That's Talkspace.com slash TCO. And we love you. We love you. I mean that. It's, I'm, yeah, I was going to say it's serious, but it yeah. is serious. We're in a very <laughs> long-term series. Relationship. <laughs> now we're back at the beginning, right? Yeah. She's at the gym. The cops call. Oh no, something bad happened. Yeah. She comes home again. The show Cops just happens to be there as well. And this is where she turns on the theatrics. And like somebody says, if you look at that video, she begins to react before she's even told the whole story. According to that sergeant who was actually making contact with her, he didn't see any tears. There are no tears. There's no tears. I'm going to give her a pass. Like, you know why the cop is there and they're not letting you in the house and it's surrounded with caution tape. Like, you yeah. know what he's about to tell you. She's also not asking any questions. That's true. She's just hysterical. Yeah, She's yeah. just, like, being not, really loud. Not asking to talk to anybody. Not asking to call it. Like that. Not asking what the accident is. Ex she, exactly. All they say is th something bad happened. There's been an accident. Your and husband died. And yeah. she goes into... Yep. It's crazy. Oh, she, my God. Was it my hitman? Yeah, she basically. You know? She might as well have said that. <laughs> so, again, now she's being questioned, and it's night and day. She's not even asking what happened. She's just very calm. Yeah. It's, doesn't he, I was like, is this the same person? Yeah. And all she's doing is talking shit about 
Mike. Yeah, and then they bring in the fake hitman who's like an undercover cop, but they bring him in pretending that he's like the hitman. Because remember, the cops know everything she was planning. Exactly. So they're waiting for her to confess. Yeah. And they bring in the hit, and the cops are all like bad cop, bad cop. They're like, bring him in here. <laughs> like, try it. He's in look handcuffs. Her. You look at her when yeah. she talks to you. They're, they're like, put your head up so <laughs> she can see her face, you scum. And they're like, is that good? Like, under the table, they're like, totally, totally. God, this so is going to be on Dateline someday, I think. Did you guys rehearse? Can we just rehearse one more time? Can we just go through it? And we can mark this time. I just want to, like, I just want it in my mouth. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So you come in, right? You stand there, and then I'll be like, you scum, right? Is that too, okay, is that good? I thought we were marking. No, we're doing it no, full no, no. out. No, I just, it's yeah. easier for me to get into you know the character. What? If we could take it again, hashtag full out this time. Yeah, 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 please. It really, really just... you know, Chuck, it really helps if we just commit. We got one chance to do it, and it's going to be on Dateline. I really need everyone to step what up. What the fuck is Chuck's problem this morning? He's like, been in a mood ever since he did not get the lead in Bye Bye Birdie. It's because he likes marking. Uh, oh, oh, That's yeah, how yeah. he does yeah, yeah, things yeah, 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 in the old precinct. Yeah, but yeah, we, yeah. this is South no, Beach. I know. So. We got to full out. Chuck? Fives? He's coming. He's coming. Ready? <clears throat> wait, wait, wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does anyone have any tea? <laughs> throat coat? Specifically Ooh. throat coat? No, they're, they're bringing your own. Oh, no, no, we don't have time for tea. Okay, everyone. Sad faces and... That was good. That was good. That was a good one. So they're being all mean. And Dolly's like, I've never seen him before, like, ever. I know. And she's like, do you want to meet up later? I know. But then he's even saying, like, no, I don't know her either. Like, oh, my God. But as Dahlia says that, I just thought of, like, liar, like, legally blonde, <laughs> throwing chocolate. She's like, I've never seen him before ever, you yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah. Like, not once, But, not like, ever. imagine she's looking at the man who just fucking killed her husband. Yeah. Like, and, oh, my God. And she's doubling and tripling down. Like, yeah. she's she's not confessing. The co- So the cops eventually are like. That's an undercover police officer. We filmed everything that you did. Recorded everything that you did. You're going to jail for solicitation of first-degree murder of your husband. I didn't do anything. Did you hear what I just told you? I heard what you said, but I didn't do anything. Listen to me. Everything has been recorded. You're going to go to jail, girl, because you are trying to, you were trying to hire someone to kill your husband, and we know all about it. This is important because they say to her, you're going to jail for solicitation of first-degree murder of your husband. Not, like, they're they're saying you're going to jail for hiring somebody to do it, not for, like, it hasn't been dead. carried out. Right, exactly. Right, right, right. Exactly. And she's not, her mind she's, is spinning. Right. She's not even, that's yeah. not registering. It, it was so funny because she was giving me, like, Casey Anthony vibes. Like, oh, she yeah. Just, the way that you can see you're trying to make up the story in Sherry real time. Sherry Toe, oh, my God. God, yes, Major yes, Sherry Papini, yes. right? So she just keeps swearing up and down that she didn't do anything. I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything. And eventually they're like, right, but shut up and listen to me. Yeah. We have it. They're, this is undeniable. Like, this, these are facts. We have you on video. We have every, we have it all, yes. girl. Like, the, yes. you can't talk your way out of this one. But now we get Michael's story. Well, because what happens is the cops aren't finished with Dahlia yet, yeah. right? Because they have another surprise. And according to Dennis Murphy, it's a humdinger. <laughs> And the big reveal yeah. is that Mike is here being interviewed on Dateline. He is alive He's and well. He's alive and well. Everything is fine with Mike, except for the fact that his wife, who he loved, who he thought was carrying his child, is... Is that, like, everything's fine, but it almost wasn't fine. Yeah. And she, like, like he was in love with her, and she tried to kill him. Because he explains, I thought everything was great. I like, know. we were having a baby, and then the cops show up at, like, five in the morning Which and we say, see, by the way, we because they've been staked out all morning there right. with the fucking co- the crew from the show, Cops. Right. We see them... Bang, like she goes to the she gym. She goes to the gym. We see them banging she on the door. She doesn't notice anybody. No. And then the cops are like, "Bang, Michael! Yeah, Michael! Get, get the fuck out of here, Michael!" So like, can you imagine? I know. And you know what, Dennis Murphy? That really is a humdinger. It really. It is you a know, humdinger. You kind of nailed it, Dennis Murphy. It's a humdinger for sure. All right. Okay. Yes. I'm sorry to share. I'm going to the police department. Hi. Can I talk to you? Yes, for sure. We say, hey, listen, this is what we're doing. We've been conducting an investigation. He says, your wife is going to have you killed today. You have to come with us. So Mike has to leave before she gets back from the gym, right? They have to stage this murder scene. He answers the door naked. They give him like 10 (laughs) seconds to go get some clothes on. He's like, are you sure? I work really hard for this. (laughs) I wonder what, if they go to, if they have gym dates, I wonder how she got out of going to the gym with him. Oh, right. I wonder if she's like, no, babe, leg day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, oh, shit, arms for don't, me, don't. sweetie. I got it, you know, or whatever. <laughs> Paolo doesn't like it when I bring you to Zumba. I just wonder how yeah. she got out of that. She's That's a good question. left and right, this one. Oh, my God. So we, this is where we learn the show Cops, according to the law enforcement, Cops was actually there. Like, that, right. this is a complete coincidence. Cops just happens to be. And I do think that we learned that this, like, police precinct does love publicity. 
movie, you right. know? But, like, it is, I don't know. I think it's a wild coincidence right. that Cops the TV show was there filming, like, without a doubt, the most fucking dramatic situation you can imagine. Yeah. You, like, you couldn't write this, except Dahlia did. Right, except she did. <laughs> um, but, like, I think it's pretty stupid yeah. to invite the show Cops when you know that everything that's happening is a lie. Right. So, publicity, if that, like, why does a police precinct need publicity I to begin know. with? Like, it's so stupid, but... If that's what you want, do it after the fact. To, to like, tip off cops like you're a fucking Lindsay Lohan yes. telling the paparazzi that you're going to Dunkin' Donuts or whatever. <laughs> like, I, I just don't... Okay, cut to me tomorrow morning. Yes, it's author Patrick Hines. Uh-huh. I wrote a book. They're like... Um, I'm going to be at the Dunkin' Donuts on 9th and 38th in about eight minutes. And they're like, great, girl. Good for you. Are you on a coffee can, run fest? Yeah, like, can you pick us up something? <laughs> but apparently, we'll get back to cops being at this, like, the show cops. Yeah. Because it makes things a little murky. So they let him watch Dahlia lie to the cops. Oh, because we're back at the police station now. Which is insane. So here's what has happened. They tell Dahlia, oh, no, something bad happened. She's hysterically crying. By the time she gets to the police station, she's very calm, talking shit about her husband. They have the hitman. They they present the hitman, who's really an undercover cop. She denies everything left and right. So now, because she's not admitting to everything, when they have it all on On two separate occasions, (laughs) the humdinger of all humdingers, they walk Mike into the interrogation room. I'm trying to figure out at this point if she's put it together. Does she know if he's a fake hitman, then Mike can't, obviously isn't dead? Like, how do the cops or what happened? And right. he also is not bloody. He looks fine. Right. He looks totally fine. And she just says about a hundred times, Oh my God. He's alive. Come here, please. Come here. Can't, can't sit, sit. Why not? I didn't do anything to Mike, come here, please. Come here. And that's when she says, come here, I love you, I love you. And I told her, I said, look, I can't. You know, I said, you can't fix this. She's handcuffed. And we also don't see Mike. We just hear him. He's like, I can't. Sorry, I can't fix this for you. He also dumps her on the spot. On the spot. Obviously. I mean, wouldn't you? Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. She's like, get over here, get over here. And he was get like, no, also nope. divorce. Bye. So, all right. So what's the real story? Yes. As Mike says, well, I didn't meet her in church. Whoa. Travel. Girl, Masterclass is back. I've been taking a new class. I can't wait to tell you about it. Really? Yeah. This is the website where you can, like, take classes with, like, the masters in your fields. So I'd taken a writing class with Aaron Sorkin. Right. I'm now doing the David Sedaris class. No. And he did this whole lecture on, like, wanting the essays to mean something. So I wrote a comedy book, right? Yeah. Kind of styled in the fashion of David Sedaris. Sure. But I wanted it to, like, the whole, his whole thing is, like, it's good for it to be funny, but it has to mean something. Sure. So, like, that's what I'm studying right now. Great. Yeah. If you're not a comedy writer, also Lala is teaching classes. Yes. She's teaching creating change. Doris Kurtz Goodwin, I the historian. Yes. Are you kidding? Fam, Masterclass, also, it's not just about you this holiday season. It makes a really meaningful gift for you and anyone on your list because both of you can learn from the best to become your best from leadership to effective communication to cooking. Yeah, and if there's someone like Gordon Ramsay, like cooking, yes. for example, maybe you don't want to be a master chef like Gordon Ramsay, but yeah. you just want, like, want to spend some time with him and this cool way to see him just thrive totally. in what he does. It's also just a cool way to feel a little closeness with people that you would Get this. I thought this was going to be so, like, outrageously over-the-top expensive. Membership started $120 a year for unlimited access to one-on-one classes with all 180-plus masterclass instructors. Yeah. Fam, this holiday season, give one annual membership and get one free at masterclass.com slash TCO. See, that's an everybody wins situation. Exactly. Right now, you can get two memberships for the price of one at masterclass.com slash TCO. Masterclass.com slash TCO. Offer terms apply. I really love it. Yeah. I've really learned a lot. It's really cool. That I, Ten years ago, that felt impossible. I know. Right? <laughs> you and me and David Sedaris. We're living in the future, everybody. <laughs> now they sit Mike down for his police interrogation, and he says she was actually an escort who came to my office one day? On his lunch break. So, okay. so he ordered her, his words, ordered yeah. her up from an escort service. Fine. But came to my office, like, for lunch. And I'm like, so just a little afternoon delight? So he hired a sex worker to come to his office for sex in the middle of the afternoon. I, uh, yes. Okay. Afternoon delight. I am just want to make sure I'm following the chain of events. Sure. Yeah. So, anyway, the attraction was really, really there. I mean, he left his wife for her. Mike, no, it wa- 
wasn't, sweetheart. She no. was using you. Lust. I'm sorry. And you know she, what I mean? She's like, very. She's a very good manipulator. She saw you, and you were an easy mark, and like that's all this was. And also, you were cheating on your wife anyway. Exactly. Like if you're ordering sex workers on your lunch break at work, yep. you were cheating on your wife. So th- this whole like oh, it was love at first sight, and there there were the birds and the the rainbows and the puppies, like. No. no, no, no. You were kind of looking for an out of that other relationship. Yeah. Anyway, you weren't happy. Three months after they met, Michael divorced his first wife and married Dahlia that same week. I had just purchased a home and we're going to start a life together. And we talked about traveling and doing things, and, you know, and, and we had like a future planned. But there was a hitch to Michael's future. The terms of his probation prevented him from leaving South Florida. Mike really did get into all that trouble. Yes. He really did owe all that money. Yes. He really was yes. on probation. He can't leave Florida. Yeah, his probation, like he's out of prison, but he can't leave South Florida until he pays back that $191,000. Because his lawyer made him a deal. If you pay what you owe, we could probably get you off of probation early. Start with paying everything back. That's a good start. So then Mike says, Dahlia said she would help me with some of the money, about $90,000. That's actually not some of the money. That's like almost half, almost of, half the money, of the money. You know? Right. Yeah. And Mike was super excited. He can't wait to just because I think how Dahlia was manipulating him saying like this is an investment in us and our relationship yeah. and then we can move forward but like Dahlia saw a real opportunity here and she gets some attorney to say to Mike you own your townhouse free and clear if you turn that title over to Dahlia then she can do money things for you no problem right. I don't really understand how that works yeah he's giving her all the power and he's not just giving her power he's lo- he's getting rid yes. of all the power himself he literally signs over his house to Dahlia he gives her the deed and and $100,000 in cash. And I don't understand why he didn't just give that money to the people he owed it to. Right. Because they, they say, like, which was part of the debt he owed. Yeah. Right. So pay it back to the people you scammed. I think that this is all Dahlia's manipulation. Like, she's just trying to get his shit. Right. And this is where it all goes downhill, yes. obviously. Because Dahlia starts actively trying to get Mike in trouble. So this is the thing. If he gets caught with drugs or anything like that, it's a violation of his probation. He goes right back He's to prison. He's going back to prison. So yeah. Dahlia is planting cocaine on oh him. Oh, my God. And Calling the cops. Yes. He, then he'd like sob to the cops and they'd let him go. And he says, I said to her, I said, you know, only when I'm with you. My life isn't this exciting. In five and a half years on probation, I didn't have one run in with the police. I'm with this girl six months and the whole police department knows me. I might as well glow for fluorescent. He goes, I was five and a half years into probation. I was doing great. And I never met a cop. And the minute I meet her, every cop in town knows my name. Yeah. And there's cocaine that I can't explain. And but like, here's my question, Mike. Why do you let that ever happen a second time? I don't know. You know what I mean? Because I, you, I get it that never... she owns your house now and she's got all your money. Yeah. But like, why would you ever let that happen a second time? Because the first time I'm sure he was, he thought, wait, she couldn't have done that. I mean, right. they're about to have a baby. Do you I, know what true. I mean? Like, she's and, pregnant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, no, she wasn't. Because now wasn't. we learned she was never pregnant no. and that was another manipulation tool. But he did really love her and he did really trust her. Yeah. So Dahlia, with all the audacity in the world, calls Mike from prison begging for help. I know. And she's saying like, I need you to get me an attorney. And Mike is like, because he's like a nice guy, I guess he's taking her calls. She's like, the cops have it all wrong. I wasn't actually trying to kill you. No. We have it on video. And he's like, I will help you get an attorney if you give me my house back. And she goes, I'm not signing anything. She says no. She says no. Dahlia. I know. You know what? She's honestly probably thinking there are men all over this world. I can manipulate each and every one of you. Like Mike was just her first call. Yep. Like I'm sure she called Muhammad or anyone else. Totally. Because we learned that when she was with Mike, she was with Muhammad at the same time and another guy. Like she's definitely playing as many people as she possibly can. So Florida has this law where everything's public. And because of Florida's strong open records law, her jailhouse phone calls and all the police surveillance tapes made by the Boynton Beach cops would become public. They were out there viral on YouTube. So all of this footage is online and Dahlia's gone viral. We meet eventually when we get to the trial, we meet the lady from the police department who like took the video and put it online. And she yeah. is unashamed. I mean, she is not ashamed. Because everyone can see. I mean, she's actually boohooing. Uh-huh. She's just making stereotypical crying sounds yeah. when the cops are like something bad happened yeah. to your husband. Yeah. Like no nuance, no subtlety. She's a very bad actress. But like everything is online. It's not just the the, the video of her in front of the house. It's all of her in kids. Interrogation stuff. Yeah. It's all of the stuff in the cars. 
Rivers. Yeah, it's all of it. I mean, it's, it's like they're, all of they're, it. the Dateline episode is making itself. Exactly. So Dahlia heads to trial. She's accused of, like you said, solicitation to commit murder in the first degree. She's yeah. facing up to 30 years and she pleads not guilty. So Liz Parker, the prosecutor, is like, this is the easiest case I've ever tried in my life. Uh, yeah. We have the st- the photos, the videos, the audio. I mean, this episode is called The Sting. It was a sting. We, yeah. we got her. We got, we got her. her. <laughs> so it's April 2011. The trial starts. And Dahlia's been under house arrest for two years. Yeah. So this is like, you know, it, like it's pretty easy to drag Dahlia in court. I mean, she makes it very easy. They're, you know, the prosecutor's just saying like she was juggling all these other men on the side. She says... They all think she's the one, but the only person she cared about was herself. I mean, we've seen this story a million times. Exactly. But she was trying to get two of her guys on the side to kill her husband, which means one of them didn't rat her out. Yes. There's one guy that I guess was just like, I'm out. I'm going back to my wife or, any, or, or whatever else. Or stayed for the sex and like was going to just let it happen. We right. don't know. Yeah. We, was, Let's oh, not no. give that guy the benefit of the doubt. I'm just saying like, oh, no, I don't know a hitman. Exactly. Right. <laughs> Right. Oh my God. Let's let's just remember Muhammad went to the cops. Right. He did a good thing. But also Dahlia's not smart because she's yeah. texting her boyfriends about killing her husband. And like planting and getting the him drugs. arrested. Like she, yeah. the reason we know that the cocaine was planted is because Dahlia was bragging to her boyfriends about it. Yeah. Because when she realized that planting drugs and getting him put in prison for 30 years wasn't gonna work, her next best idea was to have Kill him killed. Him. But we learned she wasn't only planting the drugs, she was actively the one calling the cops. Yes. So she'd like plant the drugs, they'd get in the car, they'd go to the restaurant, she'd think, babe, I'm gonna go to the bathroom and then she would call the cops and be like my boyfriend has drugs in the car like just break up with him I know you're good at manipulating men you'll be fine totally so then it's like what could the defense possibly say what could they possibly say other than trying to like plead it down or something like you're not gonna believe it Dahlia's defense attorney Michael Salnick said this whole crazy story was in fact all about Dahlia's husband's vanity and his thirst for fame It was Mike who was really behind the faked murder, its mastermind, just so he could be known beyond Boynton Beach. The defense argued it was all a TV pitch, Michael auditioning for his big break. And so the whole thing was made up and he was actually behind all of the filming of everything. And the defense is like, Dahlia was in on it too. Like, yes, she looks like she's acting because yeah. she was. Because because this is all like part of the plan. I don't know. My, my whole thing is like, but also Cops, the TV show was there. So it, that is also a weird coincidence. Right. But It al- does all feel like the Truman Show. You right. know what I mean? But like, was it part of the pitch to talk to the hitman? Was it part of the pitch to like, what are you talking about? Because they do say eventually that like her in the car with like Mohammed was all choreographed and they all it was all fake and there's they no knew proof they, of this there's no proof None. and why would Muhammad then go to the cops because if that was really staged you would say okay we're going like right, the cops right, did with, when right. the hitman came in don't, we just did a three act play about it there would be conversation like yeah, yeah, yeah. Muhammad was calling like he didn't call her up and be like hey Dahlia are you ready to film the scene where we talk about this right killing your husband like, even no though proof. it's not real right it's yeah, so yeah. stupid yeah. so she's sentenced to 20 years and the yes. judge is like you're pure evil <laughs> I know. That's right. But then after three months, the judge allows her to post a $500,000 bond and she's released on house like house arrest. Right. Like, so the same judge who just called her evil was like, but you know what, though, you should be doing your time in the comfort of your mother's house. Right. So she's out of jail. She's on uh, house arrest again. She appeals. She wants a new trial and she gets it. She gets it. So Brian Claypool is her new lawyer. <laughs> Talk about a thirst for fame. I know. LA. Here's the thing. He looked like this fan. He is from LA and he looks like a fancy LA lawyer. Where is she getting the money for this? I don't know. If you can afford this attorney, why are you trying to have your husband killed? And for someone from L.A., he's all about theater. I know. Honestly. There's like a posed photo of him. Did you see that photo? Yes. I'm like, it looks like an Andy Leibovitz shot. I'm like, how did you get someone to take that picture? So he's saying... The judge in her first trial failed to properly filter jurors for potential bias and exposure to pretrial publicity. Because the jurors were talking about how guilty she is. Which is like, if that's really true, I, I mean, I've only served at a jury once, but they take that shit fucking seriously. And I agree. Like, that is definitely an issue. Yeah. But there's also no other opinion to have in this case. Right. <laughs> right. So I agree, like, right. on the surface, that is an issue yeah. to be talking about that. But at the same time, like, are they just talking about it because there's no other opinion to have because we have her. But it's it's the, it's the whole um, Scott Peterson thing. Like, sure. if the jury really is poisoned, then you kind of have to start over. Yeah. You know? So seven years after she was initially charged, Dahlia gets a new trial. Yeah. And then this is where she exclusively speaks to Dateline. And this is Dennis, so Dennis wild. Murphy goes, and oh, what a story she'd tell. I'm like, <laughs> right out of the Keith playbook. But like, she doesn't like sit down for the interview the way the Cheesecake Lady did. He calls her a real housewife. He right. goes, the real housewife of Boynton Beach, better than Bravo. <laughs> 
What? But like they literally come out of the courtroom where it's determined that she's going to get a new trial or whatever mm-hmm. and like Dateline has the whole setup ready to go. Like they kind of ambush her. Right. And and Dennis is like and now the season finale of the Mike and Dahlia <laughs> DiPolito show. <laughs> We see her talking, and it just made me hate her more. She's in, she's infuriating. She's infuriating, and she's just, like, doubling down. And the way she feels, like, she, she's coming off as, like, she's annoyed to even be asked the questions. She's always very put off and annoyed, even when her husband wasn't dead yet. Exactly. And you know what I mean. Like, yeah. she was so annoyed that it wasn't <laughs> right. happening fast enough. But she's one of those people, and these people are pretty dangerous, because she is believing her own bullshit. Yeah. And then she's, like operating in the world as if that's reality and she's not in our reality no, she's in her own reality this is where she's trying to make the the she's making the point that she's saying everybody is entitled to a to a police investigation that has integrity this never really was a credible police investigation rather dahlia dipolito was used as a pawn by the boynton beach police department to manufacture good tv for the cops tv show the show Cops was brought in intentionally and they made up this story to like have a, a an interesting plot line. And I don't know, like I don't want to believe her. Right. But it does seem strange that this like, you know, famous TV show just happened to be there to capture the most dramatic thing you could ever imagine. Right. Now she's back on trial and yeah. she's facing 30 years once again. And now the story is that, no, no, no. Dahlia's new team road tested a new reality TV defense that she and her former lover the informant and a sometime TV extra named Mohammed had been planning a TV presentation to be posted on social media. Those in-car meetings, she said, weren't about arranging a hit. They were all about that TV presentation. So they stole the story from the last trial. Yes. And now it's, no, 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 Mohammed was planning the TV pitch. And all those meetings that you have on tape, no, no, it was about the presentation. Yes. And I'm like, wait a second. Oh. We... I saw the video. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't tell me what I saw is not true. Like uh-huh. the boyfriend ratted her out to the cops. Was that part of the pitch too, Dahlia? Exactly. What are you saying to me? And it's kind of like I don't know how do how did we get this far when there's so much evidence of her trying to get her fucking husband. Like at the end of the day, she gave him money for a gun, agreed to the two shots yeah. to the head. Well, that's what the prosecutor does, because they do this whole song and dance about, yeah. oh, it was a pitch, the whole razzle-dazzle. And then the prosecutor's just like, can someone press play, please? I know. <laughs> like, that's really what happens. They're just showing the audio, the video, yeah. all the text messages, talking to her other boyfriends about how she wants her husband dead. Like, yeah. this is open and shut. So if you want to waste your time with this whole TV pitch idea, go ahead. But we got it. Yeah, we also learned that this time around, the judge allows testimony that Dahlia had once tried to poison her husband. Yep. We get this whole story that, like, she was looking for this odorless, tasteless, um, what do you call that stuff? Antifreeze. Antifreeze. Which, like, I just read another whole story about uh, a woman who killed three husbands using antifreeze. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's wild. It's wild. It's, you know what it does? It, it crystallizes in your system. Jesus Christ. Like, the actual, like, and that's how you're able to prove it, because those crystals never go away. Oh, my God. But, like, that didn't work. But she's also saying that, like... She said she was used by the Boynton Beach police. We're here because they turned what should have been a complaint and and getting me help and, you know, questioning me and stuff into this big production for a cop's, you know, TV show deadline that they had. And they just started manufacturing all of these things and creating these scenarios and and putting me in these situations that, that look horrible. The cops used Dahlia to make good TV for the show cops. Yeah. Because they were in love with publicity. And they're what they're saying, what they're trying to argue is that putting it online yep. was all about going viral and that the video never should have been uploaded. Well, that's when we meet the lady who did the uploading who is unapologetic. She's just like, are you kidding? Yep. Yeah. Yep. I it's sure her like, entire testimony. Any more questions? Yeah, Great. Fastest interview Dateline's like, ever done. Bitch, I moved to Florida and worked at the police department on purpose because I know you can get that shit online in five minutes and nobody can stop you. Right. And then Dahlia's also saying that she was abused by Mike and tried to get help and then the cops used this and turned this around on her for good press. Uh-huh. Like... Explain the text, Dahlia. Right. I know. You're just doing a lot of bullshit to get me to look over here. Yes. But you, I'm looking at a video and I'm reading text messages. Yes. So stop. <laughs> stop. Like, you're I not know. making any sense. I know, but it's it's kind of like, wait, she w- w- was sentenced and then got to live at home and then there was a... Mi- like, what? Like it's working. It's working. So it's a fucking mistrial. Uh, yeah. The second trial. By June 2017, she's on trial for the third time. Yeah. And this time, and this is where we learned that she was previously trying to poison him. Yeah. That she tried to hire different hitmen. And then they're just reading all the texts. Like, here I am framing him for cocaine. I here know. I am wanting him back in prison and wanting him dead. It's so obvious. But then Mike also gives his victim impact statement. He goes, the girl tried killing me probably 
three or four times, handed me an iced tea with antifreeze in it, smiled at me. She handed me an iced tea with antifreeze in it with a smile on her face. I mean, I'm My, sure she did. Can you imagine? Just break up with him. You already got his house, girl. You uh, know what I mean? You got his house and his hundred grand. What, like, I don't think he has much more than that. I guess the Porsche, but you know I he guess. doesn't own it. Who cares? I like, ah. Uh. So the jury deliberates for 90 minutes and they find her guilty. She gets 16 years. Yeah. And Dennis Murphy's so proud of this. He's like, this is how it ends. She's no longer a real housewife, but simply Florida inmate W4222. Then he says, really? Really. But I'm He's like, like, yes, really. I don't get it. What, what is he really me Maybe about? because there have been three trials and maybe because oh, yeah. it just took so so long for something that was so obviously clear that she was trying to do this. It's just such a, you see so clearly how people are able to drag these things out. Yes. You know? Forever. And play the victim the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the cops were out to get me. And look, the cops are out to get people most of the time. <laughs> But not when you're on tape, girl. Sorry, girl. Sorry, not sorry. Oh, girl, we did, what was this one called? The Sting. The Sting. I mean, so was this highly requested? Highly, highly requested, like for years. Oh, my God. Season 25, episode 13. It's very, very famous. Uh, Fam, join us on the Pates over there on the Patreon. Over 450 full ad-free bonus episodes. Yep. We're going to start doing like really fun hang sessions all through the winter. Yeah. The drag bingo. I can't wait to teach my cocktail class. Are you going to take it? I, I Absolutely. I'm going to like, well, I'm going to. What do we, what do we. Well, the drinks I want to, I want to teach how to make. I used to make a really great margarita with like mm-hmm. muddled fruit. I want to do that. Um, I want to do like bourbon cocktails because it's the winter. Fun. Are you going to have like a mocktail option? Sure. Yeah. I hadn't thought of it, but now I definitely you should, will. Yeah. And I'm going to put up like a list of ingredients for people to buy if they want to yeah. make with you or you can just hang out and just drink or or not or whatever. Yeah. But the drag bingo, I there's a RuPaul's Drag Race queen I'm reaching out to to see if they'll really? do the, the bingo with us. I'm very excited. Do you know that Mike and I are rewatching? Well, I'm rewatching Drag Race, but Mike is watching it for the first time. Oh my God. And he turned to me and he goes, she's definitely the most fishy. <laughs> As Natalie Grillo says, marry him again. Marry him he's, again. And with a no, like not making a joke, like with all, like eating like the potato chips, like she's definitely she's the most fancy. <laughs> like. Oh my God, Mike, I love you. <laughs> so fun. Um, what are we doing next? So it's our la- final bonus episode of the year. Oh my goodness. This one came from you, girl. Oh, which one? Oh, It's oh, called oh. Dead Man Talking. Yeah. This is kind of a newer one. It's yeah. uh, season 31, episode 28. This yeah. is it's wild. It's really wild. I went through a, a period where I was binge downloading the Dateline podcast and this one came up and I, I listened to it on a flight somewhere and I could, my jaw was just hanging You like open. paid for the Wi-Fi to text me and Natalie to change I the calendar. Did. I'm not kidding. <laughs> It's true. That's like basically what happened, and we moved it all around. So we got it. Dead man talking. It's so wild. Here we go. All right, fam. We love you. Stay tuned for the trailer for that and yeah. our funny and hilarious outtakes. Outtakes. Um, and we love you. We love you. And the holly jolly season. Ooh, yeah. Tis holly the jolly. season season. Tis the damn season, everyone. We love you. It. We love you. All right, bye. Bye. He seemed very sympathetic and reassuring. Like, he'll take care of me. We instantly vibed and we had a very good time. He said he graduated Harvard. He was trying to be big in Rhode Island politics. He went from charming to a monster in a heartbeat. What are you hiding from me? Stop ignoring me! I wondered if he was going to kill me in that basement. He's dangerous. Dangerous. I learned that Nick was being sought by the FBI for fraud. They found a trail of victims. He just kind of disappeared. They couldn't find him. Poof. Yeah, just poof. They said, we believe he's faked his own death, that he's in Europe. He had numerous aliases. There are a lot of people out there who say that you're not the man you're portraying yourself to be. Could this wanted man now be living in disguise as this English gent in Scotland? Did you sexually assault anyone? Did you defraud anyone? No, no, no. This could be a movie. This will be a movie. There's no question of it. You couldn't make it up. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. I'm Um, like, like, you go. Fran Drescher will not stop calling me. I know. The strike is over, but they want you to vote, girl. And then when, of course, but when I, it's so funny. (laughs) It says maybe, because, you know, it's like 855. It's like a SAG number. Maybe Fran. (laughs) On my phone. And it's like, hey, it's me, Fran. Thanks so much. Like, we're old friends. Hey, it's me, Fran Drescher. But it also sounds like a drag queen doing an impression of Fran Drescher. (laughs) And that sounded like me doing an impression of a drag queen doing Fran Drescher. Right. Hey, it's Fran Drescher, your old friend from the nanny. And one of those people's parents is Cookie Monster? (laughs) Hello, it's Fran Drescher. I'm Cookie Monster's great-grandmother. 
what is? I yeah. don't know what's going on, but I kind of I'm enjoying it. Okay. It's Fran Drescher. <laughs> is it? Yeah, okay. <laughs> 